Hello, internets, and welcome to another mini-sode. But unlike last week, I'm going to do um two mini-sections because it's just too much. And one of them is Lego Star Wars Terrifying Tales. And the other is for more for adults, and that's The Old Ways on Netflix. So, for this second mini-sode, I have two for you. And with that... Let's get started with with Disney Plus's Lego Star Wars Terrifying Tales. I got a bad feeling about this. What is this place? So Vader, the galaxy's first all-inclusive luxury theme resort. Feel the power of the dark side at the Empire Emporium. Now open. Now open. Now open. Walls lies tales almost too terrifying to tell. Would you like to hear them? Fairy <laughs> tales of the Sith speak of the thirst for power. Oh no, join us then and take what you want. The devotion of the undead. Rise! Rise! Uh-oh. Submitted for your approval. A tale of desire. I wish I was a pilot. Join the Imperial Academy. I will train you. Oh, yeah! <laughs> Is that really what happened? No, it's not. <laughs> Be very afraid! So, what do you think? <laughs> a little on the nose is what I think. Everyone gets scared, kid. Without fear, you can't have courage. Now, that was a quick trailer for Terrifying Tales. And what can I say about this? I love this little um, 45-minute-ish, you know, Lego story. It is so, it is so adorably cute with that Lego sense of humor that they have in all their, in all their games and in their movies. Um, it's absolutely not scary, but it, it is funny and then it is but obviously it's not going to be scary to us because we're adults. But if you have kids or have grandkids or what have you, this is great. If you have a little brother or sister, at there will be love this at this age. Show them this. They, this is wonderful for them. There's a whole arching story that has to do with um with Poe Dameron, right? From the new Star Wars trilogy that came out. And him getting stranded on on Darth Vader's planet, home base planet. And the fact that that there is a hut there and he's trying to rebuild the planet into this casino style resort. And they have all these characters and they have this one little character that's the you know obviously the evil one out of the story. And he's the one telling you all these stories. So he tells you stories about about Yoda and the and the whatever the Chewbacca's race is, you know them. There's a story that takes place there. There's a story that rewrites the first trilogy with uh, Luke Skywalker and how he became a thing. Instead of him, you know, finding the droid and finding the message, his uncle sends him to the to the little city that they have there in Tatooine, and he buys a monkey's paw and the monkey's paw. Sorry, not a monkey's paw, a Wookiee's paw. 
grants him wishes. He's like, I wish I was away from the Tatooine. And then, then all of a sudden, a stormtrooper comes and says, like, you could join the, you know, you could join the Empire and, you know, become a pilot and leave Tatooine. Like, I'm in. And he just joins. Right? He joins the Empire. He goes and he's joined the Empire. And he goes, I don't want to be a stormtrooper. I want to be a pilot. Then all of a sudden, you have these two generals. Like, what should I do with this uh, suit, sir? Pilot suit. I throw it away, and he just tosses it, and it lands on Skywalk, and he goes, and he goes, woohoo! And then that's how he becomes <laughs> Darth Vader's apprentice, <laughs> right? Because he became a pilot, and then they start doing the castle run with um, Han Solo. They do everything, but instead of you know, obviously Luke doing it, is Leia, and then he's helping <laughs> he's helping Vader survive this, but by accident he actually blows up the Death Star himself. <laughs> and oh my gosh but yeah all this is ridiculously funny and all those stories pretty much are something like this is just this bad guy himself making all this up and trying to get um into Darth Vader's secret place where he has um there's a Sith holocube I think it, I think that's what it's called and he's trying to get to that so he could become the new big baddie and you know rebuild the empire and whatnot and he's there with Paul Dameron and there's this little kid there who's the one that's building everything fixing everything around the around this place like oh can you fix this can you see if you can fix this like sure and he just like a few seconds later here here you go it's fixed <laughs> so um it's really sweet uh cute little um movie for kids it's like again it's for about 44 minutes or so that's with credits. And yeah, I think it's definitely a worth watch if you have children or you have a little brother, a little sister. But yeah, that's it for Lego Star Wars. I hope you enjoy my rant. <laughs> I hope you enjoy my, my ranty TED talk today. <laughs> but yeah, that was fun. The next one is definitely more, is absolutely adult. Nothing about this is for safe for children. So here we go with Netflix's The Old Ways. Why did you go there? I told you, it was not safe. Do you know these people? The man, he is her son. He helps. The woman, she practices the old ways. He's a bruja. They don't believe they can let you go. They have seen something inside you. A demon. I don't know what's in my food. I don't know what the heat is. You can't understand what you see now. This is insane. This isn't you. It's what's inside you. There is no demon, Christina. Okay, so that was the trailer for the old ways, and here's a quick synopsis. Christina, a journalist of Mexican origin, travels to her ancestral home of Veracruz to investigate a story of sorcery and healing. There, she is kidnapped by a group of locals who claim she has a demon inside her. Now, as you heard from the uh, synopsis, this film is based in Mexico and it's more little jungle. Right, the movie itself starts off right away. She is 
kidnapped. She's brought inside this little house in this room where she's chained up. There's a guy there. You don't know who he is. He's just there, you know, feeding her and giving her stuff to eat and having a bucket there so she could pee and go to the bathroom. And there she's panicking. She doesn't know what's going on. All she knows is that she's been brought there. She doesn't know why. All she remembers is being inside this cave. And and she passed out there. Next thing she remembers is being inside, you know, waking up here with these people. Now, as far as languages are concerned, this movie is in English and Spanish. It does both languages simultaneously because this young girl is from Mexico. So she moved to the States. She's from a little girl to current. She's been in the States her entire life. She's never returned or anything like that. So she's pretty much forgotten the language. She knows a few words here and there, but that's about it. And now she's back because, you know, her cousin told her about this cave and all this stuff. And she, her cousin specifically told her never to go there. But she's an investigative journalist. And when you tell someone like that not to go there, they go there. And that's exactly what she did. So through flashbacks throughout the movie, you see what happened to her. You see her life before when she was talking to her boss. You see that um, everything that brought her there to this situation. And there's also a point in the movie that this is the one thing I did not like about the movie because it really made it boring for me because you're not even boring. It just upset me because now you're making me second guess whether everything she sees or doesn't see is real or not until you want to reveal that it's all real or it's all fake. All right. So the situation is this. Also, before I tell you this, she was also traumatized as a child because her mother ended up dying from a, from this other shaman that showed that her mother was possessed. But again, you don't know if this is true or not until towards the end of the film. So her mother dies when she was young. This, that's the reason she um, moves to the United States. And she's been pretty much traumatized from that experience. And this is why also that she uses drugs. So she's a junkie and they have her they show her shoot up in this film because she was able to get her bag and able to get her supply of you know of needle and drugs you know away from the people because she convinced them to give him give her give her the bag where she could show them prove of what she's doing that all she was doing was taking pictures but because of that part of her being a junkie that kind of ruined the movie for me because now you're making me second guess whether this is real or fake, everything that she's seeing. Is it because she's going through withdrawal or is it because she's high, right? Until you want to reveal it. Instead of just plain out saying, yeah, this is real or this is all made up. It's really um, I, what I would like to call cheap suspense. Yeah, that's what I really like to call this cheap suspense. Is this real because it's really happening? Or is it because she's a junkie? Oh no, stay tuned. You know, keep watching the film to find out. If you have faith in your film or if you have faith in the writing of the film, you wouldn't need a, that trope in there. And that's not the only thing that they, so they could continue to second guess. She's constantly saying that, I don't know what they're feeding me. I don't know what they're putting in the food that they're giving me. I'm eating it because I'm, I have to, eat. you know, she's hungry. She needs to eat and keep her that substance, you know, keep her strength up. But she's constantly saying throughout the film in the, you know, towards 
towards the film. She's constantly saying in the film that I don't know what they're putting in my food. And now with that and plus her being a junkie, it's irritating because now, oh, wait, are they all these things are going through your mind? Then to find out towards the end that no, all this is real. This is real from the get go. She is she's really possessed. She is not, you know, it isn't because of drugs. It isn't because they're putting the stuff in her food. It's really happening. But that's beside the point. Sorry for my my rant there. So we find out that, um, you know, this is really happening. She doesn't believe it until she actually sees the, one of the attempts of trying to get rid of the demon inside her. Where the woman goes, you've seen this trick before on TV with where they make believe that they're digging into your stomach and pulling stuff out. They use that stupid trick, but here it's actually happening. Oh, and also here's one of the things that I don't like about the film is the subtitling. The subtitling of the film really irritated me because a lot of it was mistranslated. For instance, here in this scene, right? There's a part where she like pulls something out and she goes, the old woman, the shaman woman, right? She goes, all right, we need to do something more drastic. She says it in Spanish, but the translation says we need to go in deeper. Now, we need to do something more drastic is not the same thing as we need to go in deeper. Now, I understand why they translated it that way is because she actually went in deeper into the stomach to try to rip the monster, but at the same time, you're losing element of, oh my God, what what's what's the drastic thing you need to do? And then the surprise for the audience would have been like, oh my God, like that's ridiculous. Because the, the following after she said that, something crazy does happen there. And that would have been a cool reveal for the audience if, it, if the audience didn't know, like, oh, she's just going to go in deeper with her hand into her stomach. That verbiage for a lot of you... Uh, might not think too much of it. That is a big deal when it comes to visualizing what you're gonna see next and actually just telling the audience what you're gonna see next. You should let the audience for that moment go, oh my God, what's gonna happen? Instead of like, oh, she's gonna go in deeper. Okay, you're taking out a bit of the surprise from the audience by doing that. Again, that's just me. They did that with Squid Game a lot where they just changed the wording of things that would have made more sense and that aspect. But besides that, that's it. So the old woman is able to finally, you know, towards the end of the film, is able to finally get this demon out of her. But also there's another, the other character that she's constantly talking to there and translating for is her cousin. You know, her cousin's the one that told her not to go into that cave. And then you find out that her cousin's the one that brought these people they bring her to these people because of it. And at one point, she ends up uh, scratching her cousin on the wrist. So that comes back at the ending where the old woman ended up dying, trying to, you know, exercising this demon from this girl, from Christina. And then, you know, they bury her. They do everything. They leave. Next thing you know, her cousin is not feeling well. And you find out that She's also infected with this demon. So there's another whole second um, exorcism that happens, right? And now we're just like, wait, so the shaman died. Yes, the shaman died. Now, 
now the girl Christina there she was exercised right from the shaman now she becomes the new shaman and starts exercising her cousin and she's able to do it and now she's there she's become the new shaman next you know her boss went there looking for her he ended up going to the cave and he ended up contracting one of the demons also and then she starts talking to him and and she tell him don't worry we're going to fix you we're going to exercise the demon from you and pretty much that's where the movie ends. And quite frankly, I honestly like this movie very much. I thought this was extremely well done. Other than the minor gripes I had with the subbing, the, the subtitles, and the whole her being a junkie. Honestly, the junkie part, for me, I just really thought it didn't need to be there. But other than that, I think this movie is a great film. Especially now for October and it being the Halloween season. This is a great film to watch with your friends, you know, if you're into this type of stuff. Um, but yeah, uh, tell me what you think and let me know because this is where this, this mini-sode ends. And I want to know what y'all think about this, if you saw it or you plan to see it. And if you did see it because of this review, please let me know. I would love to know your, your thoughts on this. And remember, you can always reach me on Twitter or by email. It's in the show notes, along with links to these movies in the show notes also. And remember, leave the world a little bit better than how you found it.